What is this show about? Honey, I talk about it all. What people are thinking but don't say. I'm unrestricted. Oh my gosh, hi. I wasn't expecting you to be listening to this. <gasps> Welcome to the first episode of Unrestricted. This has been too long of a break. I feel like we're in this long distance relationship, okay? We're in a long distance relationship and we have gone, in fact, too long without seeing each other. So it's like, you know, usually we'll go like a few months, you know, five, six months maximum. What I feel, what I'm feeling, the vibes I'm getting are that we haven't seen each other in 10 years. It's like reunion time. These episodes are going to be posted every week and then a video version of the podcast will be posted to my YouTube channel, which is just Mia Salazar. This episode, you're thinking, oh, it's just like a first little episode, like, ooh, like pilot. Oh, this is gonna be like a chill episode. You know, starting things off nice and slowly. No. This episode is seriously the most important story I will probably ever tell in my life. I'm telling you right now, if you are not comfortable, oh, get yourself comfortable. Grab a snack. If you're in your car, go to the nearest Starbucks. Are you really ready to hear this story? Because I don't think you're ready. I really just don't think you are. Because this story that I'm about to share is by far the most disturbing, dark, twisted, disgusting story that I will ever tell in my entire life. But dark stories don't start off dark. We're gonna start this story off before it got quite there. If you guys know me, you probably know. I was super into spirituality. What do you mean spirituality? What is spirituality? Give us a definition of spirituality. What exactly does that mean, Mia? Well, I mean the law of attraction, energy, frequency, vibes, good vibes, bad vibes. Ooh, I'm sensing this energy. I'm sensing this vibe. Horoscopes, okay? Astrology, higher self. Oh, my higher self. Stepping into your power. The universe, um, spirits, spirit guides, astral projection, meditating, knowledge from within, crystals psychics, psychic mediums, Reiki healers. Okay, all of that. And you might be thinking, okay, Mia, so your identity? So you're talking about your identity is what you're talking about? Because everything you just said is literally you? No. No, not anymore. Old, old Mia, past Mia, old girl, don't know her, never want to think of her again. All of the beliefs that I had attained from diving into spirituality were shattered. I was shown the truth and the reality of the beliefs that I had. Once upon a time lived a young girl. She was raised in a Catholic household. She lived with her mother and her father. She was brought to church almost every Sunday and occasionally prayed before bed. That's me. I was the girl. I grew up in a Catholic house and it was nothing strict, nothing crazy, no opinions thrown into my face. You know how that goes. I got baptized. I had CCD. I had my first communion in second grade. When I was younger, before I could start saying, no, I don't want to go to church and my mom would like allow that, we would go to church with her every Sunday and I never liked it. I never had a like relationship with Jesus. I never prayed on my own. During the mass, I remember just like zoning off, going into my own little world, like thinking about what I was going to 
do after church ended. I would like talk during church and like try to talk to my mom and she'd be like, Mia, shush, like listen to the mass, like listen to what's being taught. And I was like, I can't even understand what they're saying. It sounded like gibberish. I just didn't resonate with mass or church at all. However, ever since I could remember, I have believed in God. And it's weird because I don't think my mom gave me this mindset. I don't think church gave me this mindset. I don't know where I got this mindset from. But ever since I can remember, I've number one, believed in God. Like I've never once questioned the existence of God. I've also, ever since I can remember, have had this oddly healthy relationship with death. I've never been scared to die because I've always thought to myself, like if I'm supposed to die by doing a certain thing, like there's nothing that's gonna stop me from doing it because that's God's plan for me. I've never once questioned God's plan. So when there were things that were going on in my life that were scary or bad or sad, I just kind of gave it up to God. And I was like, I trust you. I'm just going through this for some reason. I don't know why this is happening, but I just know that it's for a reason. Like suffering is the greatest blessing. I just have always trusted God. I trusted him and I believed in him, but I didn't have a relationship with him. All I did was simply believe in him and trust him. And that was that. Now we're just gonna fast forward. We're gonna fast forward all through high school. So it's senior year of high school. The alarm goes off. Oh, shut that off. <sighs> Another day of school. Before I could actually get myself out of bed, I was scrolling on my phone and I was on YouTube and this video pops up in my recommended page. It was titled, How to Manifest Your Dream Life Using the Law of Attraction. Mm-hmm. This is where it all starts. The thumbnail was this like bright, fun collage of all these different pictures, the beach, a whole group of friends, a boyfriend, money, traveling, kind of this like perfect aesthetic. And I was like, oh my God, if there's any way I can get my dream life, I'm gonna do it, okay? I had nothing motivating me. I had no one that I was interested in at the time. So when I saw this video of like how to manifest your dream life using the law of attraction, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. This was this couldn't have come to me at a better time of my life. So if you don't know what the law of attraction is, to put it simply, it's kind of just the whole idea that you create your own reality. You being kind of like the God of your own life, like you are in control. You can have whatever you want. If you desire this today, you can get it. If you desire that tomorrow, you can also get it. You can be whoever you wanna be. Your reality is totally in your hands. So in this video, the girl mentioned talking to the universe. And when I heard this, I just kind of assumed that the universe and God are the same thing. I mean, the universe is God. That makes perfect sense. Maybe I call it God. Maybe you call it the universe. You can really call it whatever you want. It's the same thing, you know? So that's something to keep in mind. I started praying to the universe, thanking the universe. If someone were to tell me, Mia, no, you have to say God, I would be like, are you the grammar Nazi? Like, it literally doesn't matter. It's like the same thing. What are you talking about? So I started meditating, raising my vibration, practicing gratitude, picturing my dream life. I wrote down everything I wanted to attract into my life. This was right before I started YouTube. I had zero subscribers at the time. So I wrote down that I wanted to hit 100,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And at this point in time, it was April of 2019. So I was like, at the end of 2019, I'm gonna have 100,000 subscribers. I'm gonna blow up on YouTube. I'm gonna attract money and brand deals and new friends. And fast forward to the end of 2019, 
Everything I was asking the universe to bring into my life was brought into my life. I manifested money, success, followers, a platform, brand deals, meeting certain people, free things, free cups of coffee, happiness, confidence, the list goes on. I hit 100,000 subscribers. It was insane. It was like freaking magic, okay? I had my dream life, a huge platform, and I was blown away with how real this stuff is. And I wanted everyone to be able to experience what I experienced with the law of attraction and manifestation. So I made a YouTube video about it for my channel. When I posted this video, there were a lot of comments from religious people saying like, you know this is against the Catholic religion, right? You know this is demonic, right? You know this is not from God, right? Wait, I thought you were Catholic. I thought you went to Catholic high school. Like, don't you know that this is completely against and like this is in the Bible not to do? Mia, please don't do this. This is from the devil. There were so many comments saying this is demonic. I remember reading these comments and completely looking past them, not even laughing, not even questioning it, but actually being concerned for those people who are commenting. I was like, are they okay? It wasn't even something that like planted a seed in me, like, oh, maybe I need to check myself. Maybe I need to do some research and make sure this is safe. Like, obviously it was safe. There was no doubt in my mind that this was not from God, that this was not from a good source. I had just gotten the life of my dreams. I was the happiest I had ever been in my life, like the most confident I'd ever been. Also, when I would see these comments, I was like, um, what I'm doing has nothing to do with Jesus, has nothing to do with religion. Just because you believe that this is bad doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong. Like, I'm obviously living an amazing life. Like, don't tell me that I'm demonic. I was like, reprogramming your mind to think positively is um, quite literally the opposite of demonic. It seemed so extreme and far-fetched. It didn't even phase me. I didn't even question it because I was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. So now I had my my dream life. I had everything I could have ever wanted. And I could have just been grateful and stopped there. But the thing is, is with this stuff, you know, you're never really fully satisfied with anything. Like, yes, you're grateful for it. But deep down, you know that you have potential to manifest even more than what you've already manifested. There's so much more out there. More money, more friends, the perfect partner, the perfect best friend, whatever it may be. Because you've learned that if you want to manifest anything, it's possible. So like, you're never gonna want to just stop. So I was hungry for more. I was so convinced that being spiritual was the answer to life. I remember being home during quarantine and saying to myself, I want to be as spiritual as possible. Now, as they say, be careful what you wish for because that is exactly what I got. So this was summer of last year, summer of 2020, and I just basically started meditating more frequently. One of the nights meditating, I had a slight outer body experience. I felt my soul start to detach from my body and then come back into my body. I had always known we weren't our bodies. I always believed in life after death, that it doesn't matter if you die, your soul can never be destroyed. Like death is a human construct, we live on. This experience, it turned that belief into a fact. And then before you know it, on my TikTok for you page, I would see a lot of people talking about stuff like this. Just like the fact that we're spiritual beings living in a physical human body and that we're actually way more than just a human, you know, like we are spirits that live on and just kind of people talking about the stuff that I had just experienced and I had just realized I was now on the spiritual side of TikTok. 
I saw a bunch of tarot card readings, some girls doing magic, doing spells. I saw a bunch of videos all over my free page about girls having, they would have like crystals on their hands or on their fingertips, and then they would just like use the power of their mind to move the crystal and let it fly off of their hand. There were some moms that were spiritual and they were teaching their, you know, four-year-old daughter how to use the power of their mind through energy and how to move this piece of paper across the room. And then the little girl was doing it. And I was like, wow, we have so much power like what the heck i'm gonna try to do that so i went out to the store and i bought crystals and i put them on my hand the crystal flew off of my hand as crazy as it sounds and i'm here to tell you that matilda shit that magic is so real i would see girls doing rituals and spells through manifestation doing witchcraft but you know when you hear the word witches you think of evil scary dark you know that's always what i assumed witches to be so you would think that if i came across a video of a girl my age on my for you page that was was doing witchcraft and used the hashtag in her video, hashtag witch TikTok or hashtag how to become a witch, you would think that I would scroll past and be creeped out. But the girl in the video looked just like you and me, super nice girl, normal teenager. These people that were considering themselves witches, they were very innocent. They didn't have bad intentions. They were just messing around with energy and just manipulating energy, just as I was doing when I was manifesting my dream life, manifesting success, manifesting money, you know? They're also manifesting just more instantly or just in a different way. So I was like, oh my God, witches aren't evil, witches aren't bad. They're literally just into spirituality like I am. So then I started getting really into astrology just because it was so interesting. Again, super innocent. I just wanted to learn more about myself, learn more about why I am the way that I am. I knew my entire birth chart. I was like, oh, I'm such an air sign. And I would low-key look at everyone else as their sun sign. Like if this person walked into the room, I was like, oh yeah, they're such a Leo. If I was having conversation with this friend, I was like, oh yeah, they're such a Capricorn. You have probably heard of your third eye. So if you look it up on Google, the definition that it gives you is this. The third eye, also called the mind's eye or inner eye, is a mystical, esoteric concept of a speculative, invisible eye, usually depicted as located on the forehead, which provides perception beyond ordinary sight. It is believed to be linked to perception, awareness, and spiritual communication. Some say that when opened, the third eye chakra can provide wisdom and insight, as well as deepen your spiritual connection. For people who are psychically gifted, spiritually gifted, psychic mediums, those people, if they're legit, of course, and not like a fraud, have their third eye wide opened. Well, that's what they think, okay? That's what they think. I'll get there. So that third eye is known as a chakra. If your third eye chakra is opened, you basically can see shit that other people cannot see. You can feel things other people cannot feel. The downside to having your third eye opened. You can get migraines, might feel not as grounded, and that was it for the downsides. But when mine was opened, I found a lot more downsides. Now, when I had heard of the third eye, I was like, that's cool, that's great, like psychic vibes, like go off sixth sense. But it kind of just sounded fictional. It sounded like it was just something in the movies, just something in the book, something that a few people had that I will never experience. You know, you probably have to work really hard for that to happen and put your intention into it of opening your third eye and becoming psychic. <clears throat> Boy, was I wrong about that one. Because before I knew it, I had accidentally opened my third eye. 
Next, I learned about energy healing. I went to a Reiki healer. She's kind of like a psychic energy reader type of girl. So she was working on realigning all of my chakras. She started at the bottom by my feet and worked her way to the top by my forehead. And before I knew it, there she was working her energy on my third eye. She's like, can I use some essential oils? I was like, oh, of course, go for it. Like, don't even hold back, honey. Like, grab the essential oils, put it on the forehead, put it on the third eye chakra. She grabs the wheel, she puts it on the third eye. She's like, mm. She's rubbing my forehead. She's like, oh yeah, honey. Mm. You, my friend, are gifted. Mm. Now, when I was at this Reiki healer, to me, I was just sitting and just kind of relaxing on this, on this table. And this nice lady was like realigning my chakras. But I didn't know what that actually meant. I didn't know what was going on spiritually in that room. When you're manifesting things and you're writing things down on a piece of paper and then thanking the universe, to you, you're just writing things down on a piece of paper and thanking the universe. But on the spiritual end, you know, the stuff that we can't see, what is going on? What spirits are surrounding us? What spirits are we opening ourselves up to? What spirits are we talking to? We assume that we're talking to good spirits because that's the only thing we would want to talk to. But is that how the spiritual realm works? No, it's not. And I didn't know this. I left this Reiki energy healer and I felt super at peace. But about a week or two after I left this girl, that is when my mindset on things started being influenced. So now it is January of 2021, and this is where things start getting dark. I started seeing life in a completely different way. My whole life, I've always been a super optimistic person. I always used to see the good in everything. Anywhere I would lay my eyes, the beauty of life and the love of life was just popping out at me everywhere. I was always smiling and laughing. If I used to walk into a diner, I'd walk into the diner and I would just be thinking how cute this place is, how old fashioned it looks, how cute the waitresses are, how nice they are for like serving us this food, how good the food is, how lucky I am to be in that diner with my family right now. But ever since January, January, this light bulb that was shining so bright within me, someone just blew out the flame. In January, I walked into the diner and the first thing I thought is, oh my gosh, this is so sad that this waitress does this for a living. You know, she has so much more potential. She could be doing so many other things with her life right now and she's stuck inside waiting on tables. This isn't how life is supposed to be for her. Instead of having the beauty pop out of it and the love pop out of it, I saw the evil and the dark and the terrible pop out of it. I saw my mom and my dad going to work every day and I was like, we're not supposed to be wasting our lives working, working away for someone else just to get money. What the heck is that about? Like, what's the point of that? I just started questioning everything that I've ever been taught, everything that I've ever learned to be true. It was just this hyper awareness to everything. I didn't know where this perspective was coming from because it was definitely not from me. I've always had this, again, very positive, optimistic outlook on life. So I wasn't sure where this negative perspective was coming from, but everyone that was on my Spiritual For You page was experiencing the exact same thing. People who I thought were more spiritually advanced than I was were basically telling me and telling their followers that we as a collective consciousness, we are all raising our vibration. And to raise your vibration, you have to see a lot of darkness. You cannot get to the light without getting to the dark. So I started thinking I was experiencing a spiritual awakening because that's what everyone said online that this was. I thought I was just realizing the truth and that everyone who didn't know or see the stuff that I was seeing was just asleep and I was just awake. 
I was fully convinced that we had a higher self. I believed that our higher selves are the all-knowing version of ourselves. I believed that everything we could possibly ever know sat within our soul. What started happening around this time is I started receiving these downloads and realizations or epiphanies of like random information, random secret hidden knowledge of the universe. I didn't know where it was coming from. It was literally just entering my mind. I felt like I had tapped into this source that knew everything. I thought I was receiving this knowledge and this wisdom from my soul, my inner or higher self. Basically just myself, but at a higher level of consciousness, which spoiler alert, that does not exist. We don't have higher selves. We don't have a soul that knows more than we do as humans, but that's what I believed was happening at the time. So my inner soul, my higher self was teaching me a lot. I was gaining a lot of wisdom. You know, before I knew it, I had this whole new mindset. This whole new mindset was everything that my soul was teaching me. One of the downloads and realizations of information that I received randomly from my higher self or the universe, what I thought was God, was the idea that anyone who's religious and lives their life for Christ or worships God is actually just brainwashed and is being controlled and just hasn't yet woken up to the power that sits within them. And that hell doesn't actually exist. Sinning doesn't actually exist. You don't have to repent of your sins. All of that is bullshit to keep people on this earth Earth, living in fear. People who are religious are just trying to be good people so they can get into heaven when in reality you don't need to be a good person and they're trying to just not sin so that they don't go to hell when in reality hell does not exist. Hell is just a metaphor and believing that hell is real just keeps you controlled like you've been your entire life. For example, my mom, she's always been religious. She would be going to church, praying before bed and praying to Jesus, praying the rosary. I was like, oh, she's just asleep. She hasn't woken up yet. She's just not enlightened to her inner power. That is the biggest lie of them all. I thought what I was going through was an ego death of just kind of destroying all these old past beliefs I used to believe and now realizing the truth. You think you're losing your ego and stepping into your soul, but in reality, you're just becoming more egotistical than you've ever been. You're starting to view yourself as someone who's woke and just has this knowledge and anyone who doesn't, they're automatically just, oh, they just don't know. They're just asleep. They haven't woken up yet. Maybe they won't wake up in this lifetime. You're believing you're a chosen one and you just came to earth to help raise the vibration and the frequency of earth. And you know, you are gifted. You are so special. You have this calling and you're starting to feel like like you have power. You are like God yourself. You're becoming a goddess. We are all goddesses and gods. Another thing they said was that Jesus was just the same as Buddha. They were just ascended masters. You know, and we, we all have the ability to be ascended masters ourselves. We can be like God. And that is the biggest lie. I was at this point where I was viewing everything in life as neutral. This was the peak of my spiritual beliefs. Everything the Bible says, it was the opposite. I believed that God was everything. I believed that nature is God. The sea, the beach, the sand, the grass, the flowers, the trees. I didn't realize at the time, but that's paganism. I believed that there was some truth in every religion, so I kind of was like, I like this section of Christianity, and I like this section of Hinduism, and this little bit of Buddhism. I kind of just took whatever I felt like worked with me from every religion. I don't want to be labeled or tied down to any specific religion. I just kind of believe whatever I feel like believing. I believed that 
the second coming of Christ is just going to be through our souls and that all these people who were becoming woke and enlightened that, you know, we are all the second coming of Christ. The New Age spirituality says nothing is right, nothing is wrong. It's all about your perspective and what you feel is right for you. It is that lack of guidance that was leading me into complete darkness. So I was gaining all this wisdom every day, but if someone were to ask me like, Mia, where did you learn this stuff from? The truth is I didn't really know how I knew this stuff because it was just realizations that were just entering my head. The wisdom that I had been attaining was not from my soul, was not my inner self, was not from my subconscious, was not from the universe. I was receiving this information because I had opened myself up to the spiritual realm. So they say your third eye is your connection to the spiritual realm. What they fail to mention is that opening your third eye is not your connection to the spiritual realm, but the spiritual realm of darkness. I was not looking at the spiritual realm as the white side is Jesus and the Bible and that is the only good and the only correct thing and then the black is everything else. I was looking at the spiritual realm as a marble cookie, a tie-dye cookie, okay? I looked at the spiritual realm as gray. There was no one that could have told me, Mia, it's actually black and white and you're in the black. I would have been like, you're actually crazy. You're brainwashed. You don't know what you're talking about. Aw, honey, how ignorant I was. I am here to tell you there is no gray. The spiritual realm is, in fact, a black and white cookie. There is only two sides. There is good, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, or there is evil. But at this part of the story that we're at right now, I didn't know this. Now it is March, March of this year, March 2021. So I decided to visit Clemson where all my friends were and I was like, I'm gonna visit and I was having the time of my life there, whatever. So I was sitting on my bed one day editing a video and this is where my life changed, seriously. I was editing my video and just randomly I felt this feeling of like unconditional love and I have never felt this before. It's something that is not of this earth. It was so overwhelming, so amazing, so beautiful, so you just wanna cry. It's not something I could ever describe. It was so amazing and in that moment, I remember saying, wow, Jesus is so real, God is so real and God is so good and God loves us so much. It was almost like I was being shown how much love God has for every single person on this earth. It doesn't matter what you did or what you do, how you act, how you think, how you believe, if you believe in him or if you don't believe in him, if you're living for him versus if you're not, he has the same amount of love for every single person and we're all equal in his eyes. And when this was happening, I was so filled with love that I just started crying. It was so beautiful. Now when this happened, I knew that I was being hit with the Holy Spirit because my mom had been hit by the Holy Spirit in the past. When this happens, you're like, whoa. It's almost like the Holy Spirit shoves itself onto you and is like, hi, like here I am. I'm love, I'm light. And you're like, whoa, this is real, you know? So I knew in that moment that I was hit with the Holy Spirit for the first time and I was like, this is so amazing. I felt so at peace, like just so light. I felt like I was in heaven. I just had so much love. When I was sitting in the presence of Jesus, there was absolutely no worry in the world. It was just perfect, like actually 
perfect, pure heaven. So this was the first time I had ever been hit by the Holy Spirit and that I had physically felt Jesus's presence. I started acknowledging God and God's love and Jesus on social media. The second I acknowledged God and Jesus is when my life turned upside down and turned into a living hell. This is when the paranormal activity starts and the demonic stuff starts. It was May of this year, the beginning of summer. All my friends were starting to come home from college. This is when everything started happening and my life turned really bad. It started off with demonic dreams. One night it started and it just kind of never stopped. My dreams were basically me being attacked by a demon every single night. It felt so real. When I was being attacked, my first instinct was to rebuke them in Jesus's name. I guess I remembered learning somewhere when I was younger that the only way you can fight off demons is by evoking Jesus's name. So that's what I would do in these dreams. And if I was wearing like a cross necklace in my dream, I would hold up the cross necklace. The second I would show my cross necklace or do the sign of the cross or evoke Jesus's name in the presence of these demons, they would freak out. Like, they would freak out. They despised that, and it made them more pissed. They will try as hard as they can to get you to give up, but I never gave up in these dreams. I just kept fighting, and I always won. They always ran. Jesus eventually would win. So I had these dreams every single night. I, at this point, didn't know why I was having these demonic dreams. I was like, maybe everyone's just having these dreams. I was completely unaware of the fact that I, this whole time, was allowing demonic spirits into my life. Just like how playing the Ouija board opens the door and invites these spirits into your life, that is exactly how it works with these new age practices. Now this is a really creepy and scary part of the story, but this is just the reality of the spiritual realm. There are two sides of the spiritual realm. There is good, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, all love, all joy, all peace. And then there is evil. There is Satan, there is demons. They see that we have a soul, we have a body, we have a life. We have the potential to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, to feel Jesus, to feel God and to know God and to go to heaven. See, they, they don't have that chance anymore that chance of possibly ever feeling Jesus's presence. Yeah, they don't have that, okay? They're stuck in this eternal feeling of, of terrible. They hate us. They want to see us depressed. They want to see us isolated. And eventually they want us to feel so isolated, so depressed to the point where we don't want to be here anymore. Their end goal is to break us, but it's a very slow, insidious process. They are literally simply here to draw you away from the Holy Spirit, to make you believe that you have the power, that you don't need a savior. You can save yourself. No one is gonna save you. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, God is not gonna save your life. You can only save your life. One of the biggest things these demons want us to believe are that they do not exist. If we don't believe that they have the power to put thoughts into our head, we will never be able to decipher thoughts that are from them versus thoughts of our own versus thoughts from the Holy Spirit. We will just mistake their thoughts and their realizations as our own. 
On the spiritual side of TikTok, I started seeing people saying, if you're getting demonic dreams or demonically attacked, spiritually attacked, that that is actually just a part of you that you need to acknowledge. If you see a demon in your dream, don't attack it, entertain it, see what it wants from you, become friends with it. It's all about like becoming friends with the demons. That is all just an extension of you. Become friends with your demons. Everything that is actually bad in the spiritual realm is made out to seem good within the New Age spirituality. And then everything that's actually good in the spiritual realm, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Bible, God, is made out to seem like the enemy. It's completely twisted and it is so deceiving and it worked for me. The thing is, is demons are not going to shove themselves in your face with these little devil horns. They're not gonna look evil. If things that were evil looked evil, everyone would know that that thing is evil and no one would do that thing. Everyone would run away from that thing. Everyone would be running to Jesus. That would mean the devil doesn't know how to get people on his side, but that is not the case. These demons, they disguise themselves as good things, as good ideas, good realizations, good people. In 2 Corinthians 11:14, it says, For Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. So they will come to you and basically do whatever they can possibly do to draw you as far as possible away from the truth, which is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. They will do whatever they can to bring you away from that, telling you, oh, that's, that's not the only truth. There's a bunch of different truths. Let me show you the different truths. That Christian God, he's a narcissist. That's not how you're supposed to live. That stuff, that's not good. I'm good. That God isn't real, you're God. If you've opened yourself up and these demons have entered your life, it's kind of like this exchange. They'll give you something, whether it be psychic abilities, increased intuition, more money, more power, success, popularity, etc., whatever it may be, in return for you to give them something. And that something that you're giving them is their worship. Worshiping them, that means rejecting God, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Now the thing is, is this stuff happens without your consent. It's not like you go up to these like demonic entities and are like, okay, I, you know, I'm gonna work with you. Let's do a little exchange, you know, okay. No, no, okay. See, this happens without you wanting it to happen, without you even knowing what's happening. Once you've opened yourself up to these entities, you have two options. You can either live with them and continue to believe the stuff they've taught you and continue to be turning away from God and the Holy Spirit. Or you can escape and leave what you've been involved in for so long through Jesus. There is no possible way that you can escape, like truly escape them without Jesus's intervention. If you think you got out of that through yourself, through the power of your mind, you are still being influenced by these demonic entities. If you're kind of in the middle and you're not really sure, you're still with these demons. And so that's kind of where I was for a while. I was kind of trying to do both. I had all these spiritual beliefs that I had attained from these demons, which I thought was my higher self. I was turning my back on them and I was starting to question it and I was starting to turn to Jesus more. So I was trying to be both. If people ask me, Mia, are you spiritual or religious? I would say I'm both because I thought you could be both. No, you cannot be in the middle. Like if you're in the middle, you are not with Jesus. So that's when I started having the demonic dreams. I had to prove to myself, to Jesus, to these demons, I had to make myself clear that I wanted nothing to do with these demons. I did not want them in my life. I choose Jesus. 
And then what started happening is I started getting demonically attacked in real life. You're probably like, what do you mean? Like, how is that even possible? Like, what did you experience? Were you like dragged across the floor? No, these attacks, they come through your mind. It's all in your head and your feelings and your emotions. They're psychic attacks. If you know me, you know I'm not a depressed girl. Like, I'm like a happy, always smiling, always laughing, like happy-go-lucky girl. Like, I thankfully have never experienced like depressive episodes before or any sort of mental illness. Like, I've never struggled with mental issues until this point in time, until this summer. So it was this past May, it was a normal day, and I woke up and I felt like I wasn't real. What I felt was extreme depersonalization, derealization, disassociation, and it sounds so crazy, but like I felt lifeless. I felt like I didn't have life in me. Let's say I got a text from my friend or like people were texting in the group chat. I remember thinking to myself, how are they even texting right now? How are they texting me right now? Because I felt like I couldn't even text. I literally felt like I was empty, like purely empty. I was not Mia anymore. It was like this day, instead of sitting in the presence of God, I was sitting in the presence of evil. It was the absence of the Holy Spirit, the complete opposite of God and Jesus. It was like all love and peace and joy and happiness, like any good feeling was just stripped away from me. And all these terrible feelings, evil feelings were just flooding my body, flooding my mind, flooding my heart. Like I was surrounded by it. At the time, I didn't know that it was evil. I didn't know it was demonic. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was just my mind and I was just having mental problems. I don't know. This was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. I didn't know what to do. Like it wasn't going away. And this lasted for like five days. And I was freaking scared. I was like, am I ever gonna go back to normal? Am I ever gonna get out of this? I felt like I was gonna have to be instituted into a mental hospital. I called my grandma. I was like, Nini, I don't know what is going on with me. I feel so just depressed. I feel disconnected. I was just explaining to her how I felt. And she was like, Mia, you're being spiritually attacked. You're experiencing a demonic attack. And I was like, shit, you know, I didn't want to think that some entity was like against me and was trying to attack me. But deep down, I knew she was right. And then I told my mom what Nini thought. And she was like, yeah, no, you, you are being spiritually attacked. This is a demonic attack. It was like six o'clock at night at this point. My mom was like, get in the car. We're going to the church. It was like at this point, I was so desperate for life. Like I was so desperate to feel an ounce of normalcy, an ounce of peace, an ounce of joy. So I was like, okay, bring me to the church. Like bring me somewhere that I'm gonna feel normal. My mom drove me to the church. The second I walked into that church, I instantly felt better. I felt more grounded. I felt at peace. I didn't really understand what was going on and why, you know, I felt bad and then why I felt better when I got to the church. I didn't get it. I was just like, oh, that was weird. I just feel better when I go to the church for some reason. Like the church is like the only place that I feel happy. I was like, oh, what a coincidence. Like, oh yeah, the church kind of like helped me. Like, oh, that's weird. So a few days after, it was Mother's Day. So I was hanging out with Nini and my mom. And I was talking to Nini specifically and I said, Nini, I cannot believe what happened to me the other day. I cannot believe how terrible I felt. I was like, isn't that so weird? And she looks at me and she goes, Mimi, <laughs> Mia, there are two sides to the spiritual realm. There's good and love, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and there's Satan, evil, terrible, deceiving. Both sides can give you everything you want. 
You just have to know which side you're talking to. And when she said this, I was like, oh shit. I've been living the past three years of my life into all this spirituality, but I I, I don't know who I'm talking to. You know, I, I assume that I'm talking to angels and the Holy Spirit. I'm assuming I'm talking to good, obviously, because my intentions are good. But deep down I knew, and I didn't want to admit it to myself, but I was like, shit, like I've, I've not once evoked Jesus's name. I was not talking to Jesus. Like I knew I wasn't talking to Jesus. I mean, at this point, I literally didn't even believe that Jesus was the son of God. I believed in Christ consciousness at this point. She said, if you have those thoughts, just rebuke them in Jesus's name. You know, a few days later, I got this feeling again of the depersonalization and disassociation. And I felt super disconnected from God and reality. And I felt so fake, like I didn't feel real. But this time I knew what it was. I knew this was not my mind. I knew this was not from God. I knew this was an attack. So I fought it off in Jesus name and I went into my car and I just prayed and I was like I rebuke you in Jesus's name and it went away like instantly it was now the beginning of June the beginning of summer it was supposed to be a fun good summer this is when I experienced even more terrible things it was like the more I would try to turn to Jesus the more psychically attacked I would get now before I get into what happens to me now I have to tell you something else about these demons and how they work we as humans can't just look at our friend and see right through them, but these demonic spirits can do that. It is literally what they do. They see right through our head, our thoughts, our emotions, our heart, our deepest insecurities, our biggest weakness. If they looked at you, they could see your entire background, who passed away in your family and how that person passed away and what exactly happened. Keep this in mind. So what started happening now is I started becoming what I thought was just very, very intuitive. I literally felt like I could tap into anyone's mind, anyone's emotions. Like you could literally just show me a picture of someone and I could tell you exactly how they feel and how they think. I felt like I was seeing things in people that I wasn't supposed to know. I was like, I shouldn't have access to these people's minds and their emotions. Like, why am I feeling what they're feeling? It, I felt like it wasn't right. I felt like I just knew stuff and I didn't know how I knew them. I just knew them. I was like, what is going on? Am I like psychic? Like, so this sounds kind of cool. This sounds like a little gift. No, it was not a gift. It was not fun. It like ruined my life. These thoughts were consuming me. I didn't feel like I was actually able to live my life. I felt like I was just observing my life. So I no longer wanted to live my life and travel and meet new people because I was just feeling things so strongly. When my intuition was getting so strong and I was seeing through everyone, that wasn't me that was seeing through everyone. That was the demonic spirits that I was living with. They were seeing right through everyone. And that is what proved to me that these demons, yes, they can literally see through our thoughts. It got to the point where I started having what I thought were premonitions and it was basically like me foreseeing the future. I was feeling things that were supposedly going to happen in the future. They would come in the sense of feeling and knowing. That's the way that these demons would talk to me is through my emotions. They would just send me these messages. A lot of this information that they were telling me was stuff that was like supposedly going to happen in the future. You're probably like, what? What do you mean? 
I'm gonna give you an example. One night I was going to bed and I couldn't fall asleep because I felt like some spirit wanted to tell me something. So I was trying to just ignore this spirit and just go to bed and I was like, just leave me alone. Like, tell me tomorrow. I'm trying to, I'm literally trying to sleep. But it was as if this spirit wasn't leaving me alone. Like it would not leave me alone until I acknowledged it. And I was like, all right, what? Like, what is it? What do you want to tell me? And I got this, this knowing that there was something in my grandma, like all over her body, that was very bad. And that something terrible was going to happen to her. I just knew that in that moment, my grandma was not okay. I felt how not okay she was. And I just started crying in my bed. The feeling that I felt was so bad to the point where it was like someone had died. I felt like I was sitting there mourning the loss of my grandma. But as far as I knew, she was completely healthy, completely fine at the time. The next morning I told my mom, I was like, mom, Nini is not okay. Something terrible is going to happen to her. My mom was like, she's perfectly fine. Relax. A week later, my grandma wasn't feeling good and she was rushed to the hospital and we found out that she had terminal cancer and a week later she passed away. These came a few times a week. I started seeing and feeling the future and it was all evil. It was all terrible things. There was no getting rid of these thoughts and these feelings, these intrusive thoughts, these intrusive feelings. I could be in a crowded room full of people, but I felt so alone and alienated and isolated. I felt like it was just me and my head, me and my feelings, me and my emotions, which were all terrible. It was like evil. And what it really was, was me and a spirit, a spirit that was evil. These demonic spirits that I mistaked as my intuition or my higher self pushed me to film this end of an era video. I can't even describe how I was pushed, but it was almost like I could not live my life or do anything until I made this end of an era video. And in this video, you can see, I was talking about how, you know, I didn't want to hang out with anyone anymore. I didn't want to meet new people. Like I didn't want to do anything. And then I started thinking that I didn't want to do YouTube anymore. I was like, that's so stupid. Like those stupid, fun videos. I can't believe I, I used to like doing that. It's like, that is not me. If you know me, you know I love meeting new people. Like, meeting new people is my favorite thing ever. I love socializing. I love going out with my friends and just doing things with people. I love traveling and living and living life and making videos. I actually received so much love on that video. So many people related and resonated with what I was saying in that video. So I was like, oh, okay, this is just normal. Like everyone's going through it, you know? Like literally everyone's going through this exact thing. So I was planning on starting a podcast and what my podcast was gonna be about is I was gonna be talking about everything that my inner higher self, my soul was teaching me. I was literally about to lead so many people astray from the truth. I was about to be a freaking puppet to these demonic spirits. Any of these spiritual creators, just like I didn't know, they don't know either, but they are the blind leading the blind. These thoughts and emotions were consuming me. Like they were taking my mind, taking my soul, taking my life. I didn't know what was going on. And so one day when I was in my car, I just called out to Jesus and I was like, Jesus? I don't know what is going on. I don't know what is happening because when I go online, I'm seeing everyone saying, it's okay to not be okay, but I don't think this is okay. This does not feel okay. I was like, Jesus, I am so done trying to figure out why I'm feeling these things and what exactly is going on. I give it up to you, okay? If these feelings are not from you, if my thoughts and emotions are not coming from you, please just let me know. If I have any beliefs that are not from you, if I have any realizations 
visualizations and downloads of information that is not from you, Jesus. Please let them be revealed to me as you see them. Show me life through your eyes. I want to feel how you feel. I want to see how you see. When I called out to Jesus, I did not feel his presence in that moment. I did not feel like he could hear me. I didn't feel like he was listening to me. I didn't feel like he was even real. I felt like I was just talking out loud to myself, but I was like, you know, maybe he is listening. Maybe this is real. Maybe he genuinely can hear me right now and he's gonna answer my prayers. So now it is July of 2021 and my mom went on a pilgrimage to Medjugorje. Medjugorje is this town in Bosnia, Europe, where the Blessed Mother has been appearing to six different visionaries for the past 40 years. So my mom was going to Medjugorje and she asked me if I wanted to go with her. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to go. Like, that's not really my vibe. Like, I was trying to turn to Jesus and stuff, but I was not at all on fire for Jesus and on fire for God or reading a Bible or like anything like that. I still had my spiritual beliefs. I was like, no, 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 that is not, that is not for me. Anyways, my mom ended up going with my aunt and they went on this pilgrimage. When I was dropping my mom off to leave for this trip, I just remember being so depressed. This was like the lowest of the low, the most depression I've ever felt. I was having these terrible thoughts. I didn't know it, but she was praying for me the whole time. She was praying for me to be back to normal because at this point I was not normal. I was not the Mia that I know. I wasn't the Mia that my mom knew. I was like this different person. The day that my mom was coming home from Medjugorje, my dad was on his way to pick her up from the airport. She had just landed back in New Jersey. I was home alone for like a few hours that night and still, again, just felt super, not myself, just super depressed. So I'm eating dinner and I go on my phone and I see that this girl is live on TikTok and I never join lives, but for some reason I decided to like click on her live and just go on it. So this live that I joined was a girl who was talking about Jesus. She had the Bible in front of her and she was just talking about God. She was so passionate and filled with love. Literally just being on that live made me feel comforted. One of the comments on the live, they said, do you believe in deliverance? She read the comment. She was like, 100%. Deliverance is so real. She was like, if you guys haven't been delivered, I highly recommend getting delivered. It's super real, super powerful. I had never heard of deliverance before. I literally didn't know what that was. I was like, what is deliverance? So I looked it up. Deliverance is literally just the process of being set free from any evil that has been holding you back and limiting you. And something in me wanted to watch this deliverance video. Basically, it was a video of a Catholic priest who was casting out any unclean spirits that are attached to the person on the other side of the screen in Jesus's name, because that's literally the only way you can cast out unclean spirits. If you look up spiritual warfare, casting out demons deliverance prayer on YouTube, you will see a bunch of these videos pop up. But the one that I watched was called Brother Carlos casting out your demons spiritual warfare deliverance prayer. And so this priest is an exorcist and the only people that can successfully perform exorcisms are Catholic priests. And at the time when he filmed this video, he was getting so many calls every single day from people who thought they were being demonic attacked or they were possessed and they wanted an exorcism performed by this guy and he was like I can't do it to everyone who's asking so I'm gonna make a video post it onto YouTube and you can share it with your friends you know if anyone else needs it 
something in me was like, I'm just gonna watch it just to kind of see what happens. The worst thing that could happen is it just wouldn't do anything, nothing would happen. So I was like, let me watch this just to kind of make sure there's nothing in me. The best way I can describe how I felt before watching this deliverance video was that I had like 10 just huge stones on my heart. I was just being held back in every way possible, mentally. Now, keep in mind, at this point, like right before I watched this deliverance video, I had the psychic abilities or my very strong intuition, whatever you want to call it. I also had very, very strong, stubborn beliefs about having a higher self and all those beliefs, right? They were in me and the feeling of emptiness, the feeling of depression, all that. I'm watching this video and he basically says when he's casting these demons out in Jesus' name, they will manifest into physical form. Sometimes it's yawning, sometimes it's crying, sometimes you'll get a headache or you feel like you're dizzy, you have to throw up, screaming. So he starts the deliverance and he starts listing a bunch of types of demons that could have possibly attached themselves to someone. Demons from witchcraft, new age spirituality, spirit of psychic ability, spirit of anxiety, depression, fear, anger, lust, spirit of child molestation, spirit of addiction. The second he starts this deliverance, I just start crying like i could not stop crying i also was yawning the entire video i just couldn't stop yawning especially when he got to the spirit of witchcraft and the occult and the new age spirituality and psychic ability i was yawning so much to the point where like my jaw literally hurt so much stuff came out of me okay i couldn't see the stuff i couldn't hear the stuff i just felt it literally leave my body i kid you not at the end of the video he sealed the deliverance in jesus's name when this video ended, I felt like a different person. I felt like a little feather that was floating on cloud nine. I no longer felt empty. I no longer was depressed. I no longer had these psychic thoughts, these premonition bad thoughts. Like that was nowhere to be found. That was just, it was gone. I felt like I was literally in a little fire burning burning in a fire and someone just came over to me took me by the hand and literally was just like oh no honey wrong way wrong way let me put you on this cloud here you go plopped me onto the cloud i felt free i felt those thoughts and belief systems that i had attained leave my brain leave my heart and my soul, like it just like was nowhere to be found. Like my literal beliefs left me, left me. I realized in that moment that my beliefs were not mine. Those beliefs were literally a spirit, a demonic spirit that was on me, giving me those beliefs, telling me that what I believed was okay, that what I believed was right, and that Jesus and the Bible was wrong. That night, I was just beside myself. Like I was just repenting. I was just like, I am so sorry. I was on the complete other side. It wasn't like I was just, you know, I don't really know what I believe. No, I was confidently on the other side. Like I had gone against God's word, gone against Jesus. I was saying, no, I don't believe in you. No, I don't believe that's the word of God. I don't believe in the Bible. I was believing in literal lies that I thought were the truth. I stopped worshiping God and instead I worshiped myself. Enlightenment, stepping into my power. I was so prideful. I thought that I 
new shit. And the fact that what I believed confidently to be the truth was not the truth was the most humbling experience of my entire life. My whole mindset was literally wiped clean. My third eye was closed. My intuition was not strong anymore. I wasn't as sensitive to people's energies like I used to be. That psychic ability, the premonitions, I stopped having premonitions. After I watched this video and after Jesus had delivered the evil out of me, not only did I not have these gross thoughts anymore, but I began to be filled with thoughts of God, thoughts of Jesus, the thoughts that, that he wants us to feel and know. I don't remember the last time I was this happy. I feel so at peace. I feel so fulfilled ever since this happened. The thing is, when you're delivered from evil and Jesus saves you from this evil, he will literally take the evil out of you and anoint you with the Holy Spirit. But in that moment, after that deliverance, after you're saved, it's now your turn to do the work. It's like he just literally shoved himself in your face and said, hi, here I am. I love you. I am here for you. Like, turn to me. I am the way, the truth. I am everything you want to feel. I am everything you need. You know, you'll feel it. But then if you still lack faith and you don't change your life for yourself, you're going to end up right back where you were. But this time it's going to be like time seven. And in the Bible, it actually says this. In Luke 11, 24, it says, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it says, I will return to the house I left. But when it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put into order. Then it goes and takes seven seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. So when Jesus delivers you and that unclean spirit leaves your body, your body, your house is now swept clean because Jesus is putting it in order. He is showing you the way. He's showing you the truth, right? So the spirit goes, I will return. I'll be back. But they see that you're different now. You're not going to let them in as easily. So basically they're going to try even harder. They need more power, more aggression, more temptation, just as much temptation, evil thoughts, intrusive thoughts, trying to make you question why you're believing in Jesus. Oh, is he even real da 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 they'll put all this into your head just insane spiritual warfare you literally have to just be like i rebuke that thought like you just have to know that is not you so that night that I was delivered and saved, like it was the best day of my entire life. But that following week, like it was not an easy week. The spiritual warfare that I felt, all these intrusive, confusing thoughts that were trying to flood my mind, making me question if what I was believing was the truth, that lasted for weeks. And I just had to keep pushing through, keep rebuking those thoughts, keep rebuking those emotions, because I know they're not from Jesus and they're not from my head either. And that's that's when I decided I was like, all right, I have to discipline myself for literally the rest of my life. I'm usually super bad with temptation. Like I can learn a lesson once and be like, okay, I'm never gonna do that again. I know how bad this is. And then I don't really do anything to change it. I don't discipline myself enough or really at all. So then I just end up right back where I started and I have to learn this lesson like five times. And then at the fifth time when it gets literally terrible, I'm like, okay, Mia, now I know never do this again. And then I finally learn the lesson. But this was a different story. This, I was like, no, 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 we can never go back to this. We can never give in to this again. Jesus literally shoved himself in my face. Thankfully, I have been shown that he is exactly who he says he is. And the Bible is the way and the truth. So I made a plan for myself. I had to. In that moment, I like pulled out my phone, went in my notes. And I was like, Mia, go to church 
whenever you can. Start reading the Word of God. Start reading the truth. Start gaining wisdom from the Bible. Unfollow every spiritual influencer, creator that you were ever following. I wrote down all these things that I knew in that moment that I needed to do for myself. If I want to truly be fully like set free forever from this stuff, I have to discipline myself and I have to do the work. I went out and bought a Bible and I've been starting to read my Bible because it brings me closer to Jesus. If I'm ever experiencing spiritual warfare, I read the Bible or I'll drive to the church or I'll pray. If a few days go by where I'm not reading the word, I'm not praying, I fall so far away from God. That's the thing. It is so easy to fall away from God. You have to do the work yourself. That's when I like made the decision for myself that I surrender my life to him. I've gone my entire life trying to do it myself and I've realized like you can't you can't do it by yourself. No one can do it by themselves. You need, I need Jesus by my side at all times. I'm just like, I have no control on my life. That's where I'm at. Like no control, no planning, no deciding, just whatever I feel called to do by him is what I'm going to do. John 3.19 states, Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light. The light is Jesus. The truth is Jesus. And when I had these spiritual beliefs, I looked at Jesus and like the Bible and like anyone who was religious or on fire for God, I looked at them and I laughed. I just mocked them in my head and I made fun of them. I was like, I can't relate to that. Like, that's just crazy. I just didn't understand it and I didn't like it either. If that like makes you uncomfortable, makes you feel like you want to laugh or you feel weird and uncomfortable hearing someone talk about Jesus and his his love that should be a red flag for yourself and that should have caused me to think like why am I looking at that as weird I was just like wow I've been going my entire life just letting other people's opinions of religion of Jesus of God shape my opinions I just assumed that the Bible was like this rule book when in reality like I had never read a verse in the Bible in my entire life like I was just literally just assuming that because that's what I heard other people say now I'm realizing like the Bible is a book full of wisdom like the only wisdom I want to have is wisdom of God like God's word that stuff is the truth God knows you know more than we know I'm realizing now that everything that I was doing that led me down this dark path is literally in the Bible not to do. In that moment, I was like, I don't care how popular the evil is, how common it is, and how normalized it is in this world. I do not want a part of it. I do not want to be in that sea of darkness. I want to be with the light. I don't care how weird it looks to others, how different it may be. I want it. I want Jesus. I want the truth and the light. I want to be free and I want to feel joy and be happy. In John 8, 12, Jesus said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It's literally so true. If you have Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit, darkness, it's not there. It's literally not there. Everything is in God's hands. Even if something terrible is happening, Jesus protects you. It's like the armor of God. The night that this miracle happened, I was like, okay, Jesus, I have lived my entire life believing a bunch of lies and they've just been exposed to me. I wanna know the truth. Please give me the truth. 
And one of the craziest things that I was shown is that we are not supposed to have our third eyes opened, expanding our consciousness and seeing things as they really are, digging into our subconscious and realizing things about ourselves. Like we are not supposed to be doing that. The only way we should be trying to understand anything is by asking Jesus. If we have a question about literally anything, pray and ask Jesus and he will answer your prayers. He always answers or search for the answer in the Bible. And there's always going to be the answer right there. And then if you don't understand why the Bible says a certain thing, ask Jesus and he will give you the answer. Listen to this. Okay, this is the story of Adam and Eve. When God created the earth, there was one guy, Adam, and his wife, Eve. They were placed by God in the Garden of Eden. The most important part of the story to keep in mind is that when Adam and Eve were in this garden vibing, living their best life, they were both naked and they felt no shame about being naked. You know, they weren't aware that being naked was actually kind of wrong and bad and uh, you know, they were just simply enjoying themselves. They were living their best life in this garden, naked, okay? Naked and not afraid. In this garden, there were a bunch of different trees. And God said to Adam, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you just must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. In this garden, there was a bunch of animals, and one of the animals was a serpent. And one day, the serpent said to Eve, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Um, no, he didn't, honey. He did not say that. Why would he say that? You're deceiving me already. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. God said, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden or you will die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. Even God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw how good this fruit looked and when she realized it would give her wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate some too. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then they hid from God in the trees of the garden. God called out to Adam saying, where are you? I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. God said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, Eve, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. The Lord said to Eve, what is this you've done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate it. This story is so crazy to me because the first thing I think of is having a spiritual awakening, you know, opening your eyes, expanding your consciousness. God says not to do that. God wants us to be unaware of a lot of the things in this world. He knows that if we were aware of everything, that would drive us insane. We would literally go crazy. He does not want that for us, but Satan wants this because he wants us to be alienated. He wants to separate us. He wants us to think that no one understands us. Also, just like he told Adam and Eve that they have the power to be like God, that's exactly how this new age spirituality works. It literally is all about stepping into your power and being your own goddess. Satan says, you are so powerful. You are so gifted. If you just look to your inner self, you can become just like God. You can become just like Jesus. You know, Jesus isn't the son of God. Jesus was just an ascended master. And you too can be an ascended master. You too can be like God. 
In Deuteronomy 4.16, it says, Watch yourselves very carefully, so that you do not become corrupt and make yourselves an idol. Within the New Age spirituality, it's all about you. It's all about trying to gain this confidence, trying to gain this self-love, self-affirmations. I am amazing. I am perfect. I am confident. I am beautiful. We are not supposed to be obsessed with ourselves. Satan will take the truth and wrap it up in a bunch of lies and present it to us as a gift. And that's why we have to be so careful with like information and pieces of advice and ideas that you're letting into your mind. Those people who seem like they know what they're talking about, they could be deceived themselves and not even know it. For example, me, I was about to start this podcast and talk all about these spiritual new age beliefs and I was gonna look like I knew exactly what I was talking about. I was going to look like I was so aware and I was so wise. No one would have looked at me and thought, oh yeah, she's definitely being deceived. She's definitely being influenced by demonic spirits. Like, no. If someone's piece of advice and words of wisdom cannot be backed up with scripture, that's when you know, okay, red flag. This person is probably being deceived. And that right there is why it's so important to gain wisdom from God which is the Bible, then we will know instantly, like right off the bat, we will have discernment. If any word of wisdom, piece of advice is given by anyone online, in any books, any podcast, whatever, we will know like, oh, that's not from God. Even though it seems super wise, it seems like it makes sense. Nope, that's not from God. That's not God's teachings. That's not his character. That's not the Holy Spirit. The reason why I was so like led astray and influenced so easily and why I was so gullible is because I didn't have the foundation of the word of God. If we don't have that foundation of the Holy Spirit and what Jesus teaches, which is the Bible, we're going to be led astray. Because I didn't have a relationship with Jesus, I never prayed for discernment, I never read the word of God, I was deceived. The spiritual community would always say, Jesus isn't going to save you, you can only save yourself. And that's the biggest lie I've ever heard. Jesus is the only one who can save you, like truly save you, save your spirit. And he did save me. As disturbing as the story is, I am so grateful to have gone through this because it led me straight to Jesus. And I pray that everyone listening to this never experiences what I went through, but instead takes my testimony as a sign and as a warning to start praying more, start talking to Jesus more because he does hear you. Thank you so much for listening to this. I love you guys so much and I will see you next week on Unrestricted.